Hey, this is Sean Leary, and welcome back to QC Uncut, the number one rated podcast in the Quad Cities, and your only source for uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers. Um, my guest today is Amy Orr, and um, she is the chair of the board for Midcoast Fine Arts. Did I get that right, Amy? You did. You did. Uh, awesome. I feel much better now. Um, and unfortunately, we're meeting under um, uh, sad circumstances. Um, Midcoast Fine Arts uh, announced, as you saw first here on quadcities.com, Midcoast Fine Arts has announced that they're going to be uh, ending operations Bucktown's going to be closing up as well in um, in March of 2020. Uh, so we got three more months left of some cool stuff going on at Bucktown and Midcoast. Um, we're here today to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the things they've got going on in the next three months. We're here to look back on Midcoast's legacy, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened. Although, um, as I'd mentioned to you when we were talking about the story, this has been a long time coming. I mean, Midcoast has, has long been a struggling arts organization. And I know a lot of people who are involved with it. And you guys have always been kind of like, you know, had the sword of Damocles over your head financially. So, but you, but you always managed to struggle and get by. And I know when the flood hit, there was, at least when I heard, there was a lot of talk that you guys might not make it, might not be able to open back up. Um, how big of an impact was that? Was the flood? Then talk a little bit about the fact that you guys have. You've always been kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul for, for quite some time, but you've always managed to do it. What 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 happened? Absolutely. So, for several years, we, we've struggled. There, there's no doubt about that, but... It kind of goes back to more of a little bit of a history. We have for many years relied on grants as a major source of our revenue and um, had a fantastic, well, well, we'll kind of back up a little. 24 years ago, 26 years ago, uh, Dean Schroeder, John Kinsner, Bruce Mabus, and Bob O'Hare came together to do uh, a cultural enhancement organization. Uh, a couple years later, it became Midcoast. And so where that started was trying to uh, improve the vitality of the Quad Cities when it came to visual arts. And so along the way, we have had some amazing things. And one of those visions that, that Dean helped bring to life in 2004 was the Bucktown, right. to have the, the Bucktown Center of the Arts, to have this hub for artists to come and make their craft and sell their craft, but be together and have that community. So that all came together in 2004 when that was rolling around, and Midcoast had a major stake in that building. Fast forward a couple more years. Um, in 2015, the board decided we needed to divest ourselves of our our stake in the building because we were becoming more landlo- land uh, landlords versus an organization out to improve the visual arts in the community. And so we sold our share and became tenants once again so we could better focus on that. So we've done a couple of things along the way to kind of help um, uh, cut back on that reliance of grants, but um, it's a challenge because a lot of organizations, great organizations, are are fighting for dollars. And so fast forward uh, to this year, and like you said, we had the flood, but even before that, we got hit with a really bitter winter. Uh, that really hampered a lot of uh, canceled some of our events at Bucktown and even at Gallery West. Um, people didn't want to go out in the cold, so people weren't buying art, so that affected our artists that were renting studios from us. So we had that. So we started off with a really rough winter. 
couple on that a rough spring where we had the flooding and then even um, in the fall when we had river sons first time in 30 years of the we had to cancel the yeah, event yeah. I mean so it was so back to your earlier question the flood had an impact but in the grand scheme of things, it was not the deciding factor. Um, yes, we were we were hampered by the flood. We we had some losses because of the flood, but that piece of it really wasn't the deciding factor. It was all of those all of those instances, along with the idea of a dwindling funding sources, really gave the board an opportunity to sit back, reflect on our our, our history, our mission, and uh, what we wanted to do in the future. And it really gave us an opportunity to think about it. And it was a really hard decision to to come back and say, you know what. We've had a great run. We've had a lot of amazing accomplishments. Let's end this this story, this final chapter. Let's end it on our own terms. Um, let's celebrate what we've been doing for the past 26 years. And we still have three months to go. We still have a lot of things coming up. And, and we've had such amazing response. It is it is terrible. It, it, it's a rough it's a rough thing, even at the holidays, to have this conversation. But we've had a lot of support from the arts community as a whole, and uh, we have a couple of, of awesome things that Quad City Arts are going to come in and, and help us out with to make sure our legacy continues because that's what this is all about. This is a legacy that these four gentlemen started 26 years ago, and uh, we're so thrilled to be part of it, even though it is ending something bigger and better will come along. Let's talk about some of the things, all the things that Midcoast was involved in because I think people look at it as kind of a nebulous thing or that it's just tied into Bucktown but Midcoast was involved in so many aspects of the arts in the Quad Cities. Let's, um, why don't you talk a little bit about all the things that Midcoast is involved in. Most definitely. So when all of this started, um, when Dean uh, all came together in the, in the mid-90s, the first thing that they ended up doing was uh, there were a lot of vacant storefronts in downtown Davenport and they put art in those vacant storefronts so it wouldn't be vacant to to just breathe some life back into a, a very depressed economy. So that's where it started and then from there we had a gallery out at the Welcome Station in LeClaire. We've had um, Moline Center Station, uh, Gallery West with the Artery, we have Bucktown. Um, our programming, we've, we've had some fantastic programming that includes our long-standing um, uh, Arts Expo, the high school pastel competition that happens every year, Memorial Day weekend. We have Riversance and honestly that was an organization that was even older than than Midcoast. They were a standalone, and uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, came to Midcoast, and and we took on that, and that was our major fundraiser. It is our major fundraiser, and has been for many many years. Having this amazing two-day fine arts festival in the uh, in Lindsay Park on the banks of the Mississippi. You know what more beautiful is that to to stroll and get art and highlight all of these amazing uh, artists, both locally. And and regionally. Now, what, if any, of those things are going to continue? Now, I understand that if they're not going to be, Midcoast is going to be no more because, and I'm sure a lot of that is a technicality. It's a not-for-profit. You've got to cut off the entire not-for-profit and get rid of the entire thing, throw the entire you know bath out, so to speak. But there are certain elements and certain programming elements that can be sustained under different names and things of that nature. Um, what are some of those programming elements that are going to survive, that are going to continue? 
continue on and what are going to be the names of them? How are they going to continue on? So the, the two that I can truly speak about right at the moment, one is our exhibit uh, casements that we have at Moline Center Station. Uh, Quad City Arts will be taking those over effective uh, in April, which is fantastic. Uh, that Those casements have been awesome because we've been able to highlight some emerging artists yeah, yeah. to have there. So uh, it's been an opportunity. You know, We have artists that may not be ready for that actual gallery exhibit, that big exhibit, um, but this is an opportunity for them to get their stuff out, to get their, their uh, art out there and let people see it. So Quad City Arts will be taking over that, and then Quad City Arts will also be taking over our Artworks Expo High School Pastel Competition. Again, emerging artists. That is one thing that Midcoast has been... Um, that's a that's a grassroots thing that we've been doing for for you know these 26 years is really helping those emerging artists. We we help established artists as well, but it's always helping get those emerging artists off the ground. And so very excited that um, Quad City Arts uh, agreed to to step in and they see value in both of those those pieces. And so definitely trying to do that, um, looking to see um, that they'll continue to move those on. Uh, hopefully the names will stay the same, but. Again, uh, understanding Quad City Arts will also need to put their name on it and make it their own. And, and that's the beauty is you take something, you make it your own, and it, it becomes better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so definitely wishing them all the best in that and, and looking forward to see how, how they can grow those. Because sometimes it's one of those we have those programs, but we haven't ever had the ability to grow them. And part of that's come into funding. Now, what's going to happen with Bucktown? What's going to happen with the building? Is there going to be anything? Has there been any talk from you know Downtown Davenport Association, anything like that, about what to repurpose Bucktown as? So, um, as uh, mentioned a little bit earlier, in 2015, we actually sold our stake um, t- uh, of Bucktown. So we right. sold our building. Um, our landlords, uh, our Y&J properties, they own the building, and they're uh, actually looking to renovate it. Uh, first floor will be retail space, and then there will be residential above. So so I know they're looking to do that. But back to your question. Um, so unfortunately, when we end cease operations at the end of March, we have uh, about a month for us and all of our artists to, to move out so they can start that renovation. Uh, but one of the things that um, the board was very adamant about is whether they are artists at Bucktown or at Gallery West with the artery, uh, we are going to do our best to help them find new homes. Um, we know it's not easy. We know the community, that, that community feel that Bucktown gives and Midcoast gives, it might not be there, but we are definitely going to do our best, and um, our landlord has other spaces available in other buildings, so uh, looking at opportunities to for... If artists are interested in moving there, we will definitely assist where we can. Um, another of our board members, Kyle Carter, is with the Downtown Partnership. Yeah, sure. So he is using all of his uh, opportunities to help connect with other open spaces. And he's actually received a couple of phone calls since our announcement of people that say, hey, I have space available or whatnot. So we're, we're really doing our best. We know it won't be the same. And it's going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. It's you know nothing worse than getting news like this over the holidays. Sure. But we wanted to give our artists as much time to prepare as possible. Now, what do you have? Uh, obviously, you got three more months. 
What do you have going on in those three months? What are some things people should be looking out for in terms of uh, events that you have going on at Bucktown and just things that you might have going on with Midcoast in general? Absolutely. Um, that's that's the big thing. Even though, yes, we are closing our doors uh, in March, we are still open. We have uh, Final Fridays planned. We have gallery openings and closings. We have artists that have amazing works that need to be seen. So uh, a quick rundown. On January 10th, um, Gallery West will have a closing reception for Teresa Mesh and Gino Melia. And then uh, Center Station, uh, Craig Miller will be exhibiting through February. So we have that going on as well. And that's Moline Center Station uh, in downtown uh, Moline. And then uh, Bucktown. And, and that's what most people know us through is Bucktown. You know, Gallery West and the Artery is our, our second most well-known. But Bucktown is what people associate with Midcoast. Um, we have a, a closing um, day for our Show Your Colors exhibit on January 11th, uh, which has been fantastic. It's been a great uh, exhibit showing the diversity of the Quad Cities, which is absolutely amazing. And then we have three final Fridays left, which is awesome. So hard to believe we're getting ready to ring in the 20s, yeah, which is, is, is just... It's very bizarre, but it's fantastic. Um, so January 31st, our final Friday, is Ringing in the Roaring Twenties. That's the theme. And we actually have a closing reception for um, our uh, Bucktown uh, gallery manager, Tony Siebel. He has his exhibit there. It's absolutely amazing if you haven't had a chance to see it. Tony is a terrific artist and a great guy. He's a cool dude. Absolutely. And if you have not seen his exhibit, you need to come. Yes. It's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, and then February 20th. Our final Friday, we are not only celebrating Black History Month, but we also have a coffee clatch, and then we actually, our, our opening of the exhibit is for Jane Doty and Amber Williams. So they have an exhibit that's starting uh, into February and will go through March, so that'll be another great opportunity. And then March 27th, which unfortunately will be truly our final final Friday, um, it will be our spring wine walk. Uh, give that opportunity to um, say farewell to all of our artists, and that'll also be the closing reception for Jane and Amber. Um, but and there there will also be a couple of other. Um, opening and closing receptions over at Gallery West but between our Facebook page and our website we'll definitely get a lot of that out there so um, the one thing that I would really love is yes it's very sad that Midcoast is saying goodbye um, we've had a great run but I would very much love to see the Quad Cities come out and, and help us say thank you and help us celebrate all of these amazing accomplishments and of course you can always check out quadcities.com for more information on all the things going on at Midcoast over the next three months as well um, any uh, chance of you guys I know we talked about this uh, of you guys maybe finding another venue anything of that nature um, continuing on in some capacity it is is midcoast as an entity as a named entity completely gone um, yes you're a nodding yes okay so at the end of March midcoast as an entity will be completely gone um, is there any uh, chance of a new entity with a new name uh, maybe starting up and doing something that may be a little different not centered in Bucktown I really hope so um, it's one of those things we have had um, a very dedicated working board volunteer board for a long time and 
Um, they have definitely, I, I've witnessed it firsthand, have definitely tried everything they can do to keep this moving and, and staying uh, on track, but realized that the writing was on the wall. And uh, again, as I said, we, we wanted to, to say uh, thank you and goodbye on our own terms. I truly hope, and not that I even hope, I know there's going to be another version of Midcoast that comes back bigger and better than ever. There is somebody or a group of individuals out there that have that idea, that have that spark, that have that drive and initiative that it is. It's going to come back bigger and better than ever and the visual arts, just because we are not here, will not die. There, there's too many people that support that. It's just our time was done and it was, you know, we, we've run our course and I do. I think something bigger and better is going to come back and uh, I can't wait to see it and if I'm fortunate enough, I will get to be a part of that as well. What are some of your favorite memories in regard to, to Midcoast? Oh, one of... I've always been, for me, I'm not an artist. I'm a supporter of the arts. <laughs> I, I can't. It's an interesting perspective. I mean, honestly, to have somebody who is in charge of the arts organization, but in a way, it's kind of good because you don't have any rivalries or anything of that nature. Um, you're looking at things distinctly from the audience's perspective in a lot of ways because a lot of the people that walk in to a gallery may not themselves be visual artists. They're just uh, people who appreciate them. Absolutely. Absolutely, and um, I don't think I'm ever one to say if I look at a picture that it moves me because of X or Y or, you know, I necessarily get what the artist is, but what I know is I like it. I right. like it. I love it. It moves me. It, it makes me pause, and, you know, whether that's visual art or a sculpt, you know, fit, painting, sculpture, music, all of that stuff, I... I'm not one that can create that, but I can appreciate that. And so when I was asked to be part of this board, I was like, absolutely, I, I want to see how this works. And, and so to, to be able to be a part of that. So my favorite things were, you know, we, I had the, the pleasure of being part in, involved in the early mass auctions, you know, all those yeah, years ago. Yeah. Um, Bucktown is, is always an amazing vibe. You know, you go in and, and you have people creating. I mean, to me, that's just amazing. You don't, how many places do you get to walk in and see them actually painting? Or um, when Desiree was making her glass beads there, she was one of our early artists that were in Bucktown. And just to be able to see all that, uh, we've had our Bucktown bashes, mm -hmm. you know, celebrating every year that we've been there, even um, Riversance. All of those things, I don't think there is really one thing other than from a board perspective, when we sold the building, that was a huge moment for us because we made a decision of how we wanted to try to right things financially as best we could, and we knew that we had to do that. And then when that happened, it was like, yes, we, we did this, we're moving forward, and we were able to renovate the first floor and make the beautiful artist market that we have and also um, to make a beautiful gallery space, that, that new uh, Midcoast Gallery on first floor. So those things were exciting for me because it really felt like we were turning the corner. But unfortunately, like I said earlier, we had a couple of things that, that, that came along the way, and it wasn't any one thing. Right, it's right. been a long-term uh, thing of, of dealing with consistent funding and not relying on grants because that's what's the majority of our income and our revenue. Um, 
but really thinking we, we'd turn that corner. And unfortunately, we did turn the corner, and, and we had a great run. But, you know, some things have to end, unfortunately, but so excited about the future that what we have and the people that have stepped up, you know, Quad City Arts stepped up to say, hey, we're going to take Center Station because we think it's, it's important. We want to take Artworks Expo because we think it's important. And the other thing, they're actually um, uh, looking to help us do Riversance for this first year after we end because they think it's important. They know it's important to the community and they don't want to see it in. So they've agreed to... Um, if the committee is willing to come back and, and really help move forward with this, to take it on for that first year to really help before we can figure out where that permanent home is. So there's a lot of support, even though we're saying goodbye, because people want to make sure that that legacy lives on. Um, how have uh, how has it been possibly difficult to expand the appeal and the audience for the visual arts for something as static as visual arts in a, an interactive world, in a world where so many people are um, online, they're in more of a virtual world, and to get people out and to you know engage in things of this nature, to uh, involve themselves in something like the arts as opposed to something that's online. Absolutely. I think that's the beauty of Gallery West and the Artery, and Bucktown is you get to walk into both of those when we have our opening um, receptions or closing receptions or wine walks or final Fridays because you're right you can't experience that same thing online you see a photo of something online okay but when you actually are in the presence of that artwork of that sculpture of that painting and for us we have our we have our regulars but really trying to get people to come out and 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 experience that and take a part because we you know every now and again we'll get a, a bus tour into Bucktown and they'll be like oh this is amazing and they just love it they love seeing all this art and different styles so our artist market that we have there's 20 to 30 different artists that are displaying in there from paintings to jewelry to sculpture to glass to and it's an experience that you really can't get anywhere else. And so um, just letting people know that we're there. And that's been the hard part. You know, you are. You're competing with a lot of things, uh, you know, as we were talking, you know, earlier. Quad Cities has a great music scene. We have a great art scene. You know, when it comes to culture in the Quad Cities, we are so very fortunate. We have the Adler Theater. We have, um, you know, things coming to the Taxlayer Center. We have uh, the the Rust Belt. You know, we you know all these different opportunities. Um, RME has always been a good partner with us. Quad City Arts, the Figgy. There are so many things going on that sometimes it's hard to get people to come and see us. Be and, and that's all right, because we do have such a, a great wealth of culture here in the Quad Cities. Um, it's it's hard to fight for that, those eyes, to, to get people to come in, and not only to come in, but to spend their money. And, you know, one of the things that the Midcoast has always prided ourselves on when we have artists um, in our gallery or even in the artist market we don't take anything for commission. Right. You know, whatever they get for sales, they get 100% because we know that goes back to them to help them to continue that craft. And so while we don't directly, you know, we get rent from them. Yep, great, that's fine. But when they sell, that all goes back to them. And so to get those eyes in there, to come in, to see it, to experience it, and then to purchase it, that's, that's, that's the best thing in the world. 
it's interesting you mentioned, and I remember when Dean first started this. This is when I like came out, moved here from Chicago, started at the Argus. Like it was around the same time. Dean was just getting this this kicked off. Um, and um, one of the things, one of the first things he was mentioning is the fact that there were so many open storefronts. Now, this is back before Davenport, downtown Davenport became a hipster paradise. This is when downtown Davenport was the land of pawn shops and crappy bars and, and empty storefronts. I mean, it was. It just, you know, you had Hawkeye Pawn and a bunch of other different pawn shops, and you had a bunch of empty storefronts, and then there was, like, Boozies and the Adler, and that was it. I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot in downtown Davenport. And so Dean really did a phenomenal job of reaching out to this. Well, oddly enough, at that point, the place to be was the district in Rock Island, mm-hmm. downtown Rock Island. Well, now you have things that have flipped a little bit, a little bit yeah. and you've got a lot of empty storefronts in downtown Rock Island. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on why, um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, maybe some people should develop some properties instead of using them as tax write-offs, but that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, but is there any chance of you guys being able to kind of like do something down here in downtown Rock Island along those same lines? Whether it's, you know, an independent group, not Midcoast, obviously, or Quad City Arts already down here in downtown Rock Island. I, th- I think there's, oh, we got some fantastic music in the background here. Say, this is, we'll, gotta, we'll wrap things up here because we've got the band starting here at Cool Beans. No worries. Um, I do think there's always an opportunity. Um, and... I, I think it's it's going to take another collective. It's going to take another visionary like Dean uh, to come around and say, "Hey, this needs to happen, and let's get together and do it." Like you said, it was it was the storefronts in downtown Davenport when we when they bought Bucktown in yeah, two thousand and four. Sure. There was nothing east of us yet, no, no, you know. There, and so, but look at look at everything east of Bucktown now. You have Half Nelson. You have unfortunately Great River. You know, is no longer there. But look at all. You know, look at all. All of the the arts and entertainment that are now down in in downtown Davenport, right. just east of where Bucktown is, it was it was nothing. No, really and now was, yeah. and and so it's amazing to see that that Dean's idea was a catalyst. Yes, and and how everything exploded. So I would love to see that replicated again in the district. I, I think that's fantastic, and and what that looks like, you know, maybe. I, I don't really know what the next version or the next incarnation of Midcoast is, but I do know it's going to happen because we have a lot of individuals here that truly appreciate the the arts, the visual arts, and hopefully the the spark of Midcoast going away will will ignite and and burn hotter and brighter than it ever did before. And we have a flood wall down here. And you have a flood wall. <laughs> but uh, let me, let me, cl- so yes, you have a flood wall here in downtown Rock Island. However, I, I want to dispel right now that the flood, when that happened this spring, that was not the reason right. that Midcoast is closing. Bucktown, yes, Bucktown got hit. There is no doubt about it. There are a lot of organizations and businesses that, that got hit. But that is not the reason 
that we're closing our doors. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like I said, I, yeah. I'd been hearing for I'd been hearing from you for years from yes. people and you know involved that 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 you were having financial yes. issues and it was always kind of tough to keep things going. Absolutely. But yeah, that is true. I mean, it wasn't the flood certainly didn't help, it did but help. things were not you know 100% stable before then. Yeah. It was it was always tough. Yeah. And we took um, a harder. We took actually we took a harder hit by having to shut down our Sunday of River Sons uh-huh. than we did oh, from sure. actually yeah. you know that that was our major fundraiser of the year and um, when when we completely lose a gate for an entire day plus almost 90% of the gate the day before because of the rain and the soggy I mean there was there was a lot of a lot of factors and um, it was just an opportunity to reflect and, and yeah. say thank you well it was like it's like the Blues Fest yes. like the Blues Fest same thing like Blues Fest always had financial difficulties and when the thing is is when you're always kind of riding right on the edge all it takes is boom one bad thing to happen and then crash you know and that a lot of times that's the arts i mean the arts are oftentimes financially precarious because of the nature of the the beast you know and we're fighting for for dollars right and and you know when you know and if there is you know and this is an extreme but if you have a family that needs food and shelter Mm-hmm. And you can make a donation to an organization that can assist with that versus the arts. Sure. And and I and I don't begrudge anybody for that by any way, shape, or form. But all of those organizations, we're competing with them for those for those grant dollars, yep. for those sponsorships, for those individual donations. And so, um, when when things start to change for us, you know, when we um, see that the largest number of our our revenue is from grants. Mm-hmm. And we need that for operating income. We know that that's not sustainable, and we understand that. We we really do, and that's you know why we're pausing because we you can't live on that forever because otherwise we're going to be in the same boat in another year and in another year, and it's not it's not good for anyone. Well, the arts always depend on disposable income, too. So when the economy is not doing well, people don't have disposable income, and it's tough. You don't sell tickets. You don't get people through the doors. You don't get people buying art or CDs or going to shows or whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the bitter winner proved that. You know, and which is – but, again, it's – I don't want to dwell on that. I want to dwell on our next three months. We have some amazing shows coming up. Um, we have some amazing artists that you guys need to come out and see and and really help us say thank you to the Quad Cities for all your support in the past 26 years and move forward. I get the feeling that the band is getting ready to start here, Amy. So let's wrap things up. Um, what else have we not talked about that you think is important for people to know? Okay. And let's um, – any final words here in regard to this? What do you think is most important for people to remember in regard to, to the story of Midcoast and where you guys are at? Uh, that Midcoast has been a grassroots organization that has strived to – support visual arts and visual artists in the Quad Cities and we know that it truly makes an impact on the economy, um, on personal well-beings, on, uh, and it has been a fantastic ride. And thank you for all of your support. It's we wouldn't we wouldn't have survived as long as we had if it wasn't for the support of the community and support of visual arts in the Quad Cities. So for all of that, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Three more months until March. 
Let us know everything you guys have going on. We'll have it here on quadcities.com. Amy, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Thank you, Sean. Have a great holiday. And you too. And thank you for listening to QC Uncut, your source for uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers. My guest today has been Amy Orr from Midcoast Fine Arts, saying goodbye to Midcoast Fine Arts. We've got three more months left. Go and check them out at Bucktown and downtown Davenport. And here we go with a drum roll here as I get ready to sign off. So thank you very much for listening to QC Uncut. I am Sean Leary. I'm going to let the band take me out here and uh, you know get some finale music here. Come on, guys. Okay, maybe not. They're just warming up. Anyway, Amy, thanks a lot for being my guest. Thank you, Sean. And have a great day. Thank you.